We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sunday at night football. Vikes Broncos from the Mile High City. Producer Josh Wheeler will have another scoreboard rundown with... uh, Jonathan Lowe a little bit later on in the program. Right now, I want to welcome in uh, our good buddy, Chris Thomason. Once upon a time, covered the Vikes for the Pioneer Press. Now is covering the Denver Broncos. Chris, how you been? Hey, doing great. I've missed your weather reports. Excellent work. Yeah, yeah, it's going to cool down. Uh, what's the weather going to be like in Denver Sunday night? Uh, looks pretty good. I think the high tomorrow is going to be maybe in the uh, mid to upper 50s and I wouldn't, uh, you know, it'll probably be 50-something when the game starts, maybe drop into the 40s, but it won't be too bad. Yeah, and uh, Chris, this is a Denver team that, kind of like the Vikings, uh, have started to play better and uh, have resurrected hopes of maybe getting to the playoffs. Yeah, the Broncos have won three straight games after a one-and-five start, and earlier this season it looks like the only thing they would be competing for would be possibly the number one draft pick. I mean, they suffered a humiliating 70-20 to 20 loss at Miami in week three, becoming just the third team in NFL regular season history to give up 70. But then they beat Chicago the next week, and uh, they've now won three straight. And the, and the key thing, that same defensive unit that gave up 70 uh, you know, two months ago is uh, now playing great on that side of the ball. Yeah, and you look at things and how they've changed in the AFC. Some big injuries, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Buffalo is struggling. Uh, There is an opportunity for for Denver, and it just didn't seem possible. Same thing with the way the Vikes came out of the gate. You know, the Minnesota Vikings are now in a pretty good spot. Yeah, there's some similarities between the teams. Obviously, the big difference is the Vikings lost Kirk Cousins, but... uh, the Vikings' defense was horrendous last season and didn't start out too great this year, but they've totally turned it around on defense as well. So that's been a key to their five-game winning streak. And uh, But, you know, tomorrow's game is probably more important for the Broncos than it is for the Vikings. I mean, the Vikings, you got seven teams that make the playoffs, and there's kind of a big gap, you know, between seven and eight there in the NFC. But uh, the AFC is a complete and total logjam, and uh, the Broncos are going to have to make some noise in a hurry if they want to realistically get in the playoff race. They've got Cleveland next week. That's a team they'll be battling for for position, and then they've got Houston after that, another team they're battling. So uh, it's an intriguing game, no doubt. 
Yeah, and Chris, you, you were here covering the Vikings for a number of years for the Pioneer Press, passionate fan base. Um, you know, going out to Denver, covering the Broncos, um, they they are definitely into their Broncos. I mean, you know, and you can probably say that in just about any NFL market, but uh, the Denver Broncos, they're the big deal out there. Yeah, I think the similarity, a lot of similarities between yeah. the franchises, uh, except maybe in, in Super Bowl wins since the yeah. Broncos have three and the Vikings have zero, but both uh, teams started around the same time, Broncos in 1960, Vikings in 1961, and both have huge regional followings. As you well know, Vikings fans extend to Iowa to the Dakotas, and Broncos fans extend to Wyoming and Montana and even also to the Dakotas. So there's some similarities uh, in that manner. Yeah, let's talk about this team. A year ago, it was a nightmare. Uh, they've made changes. There's been a fair amount of turnover, uh, you know, coaching, philosophy. Uh, they, they spent a lot to bring in Russell Wilson. I mean, kind of give us where, where this franchise is at because there, there, there's been a fair amount of turnover. Yeah, last year, from all accounts, was a disaster. Nathaniel Hackett as head coach. First year, didn't even last the entire season. Sean Payton comes out in USA Today in late July and calls it one of the worst coaching jobs in NFL history. And, uh, you know, Russell Wilson was a disaster last year in his first Denver season after they paid him all that money. But he's turned things around this year. 18 touchdown passes, four interceptions, and uh, it just, you know, takes some time. I mean, Sean Payton came in. They lost some tough games early in the season. If those get at home, they lost to Las Vegas, a game they could have won. They blew a 21-3 to lead to Washington, lost that game. So if those games had gone their way, I mean, they'd be sitting now at 6-3 uh, and three or so. But uh, basically they have resurrected – what looked like was going to be a really lousy season again. Yeah, and as you pointed out, the the nightmare against Miami early in the season, but they've righted the ship. What's changed defensively from that debacle? Well, they got some uh, players back from uh, injury. Justin Simmons, their star safety, had missed a couple of games. Baron Browning missed the first six with a knee injury. He's returned and made an impact as a pass rusher. Uh, a couple guy, other guys returned from injury, and they also made some lineup changes. They put Jaquan McMillan in at nickelback. He's done a great job. They put Fabian Moreau in at cornerback. He's done a solid job. They traded away Randy Gregory and put Nick Benito in at, at outside linebacker, although actually Baron Browning has uh, taken his spot. So they made some adjustments on uh, defense and got some guys back, and it's paid off. What about Sean Payton uh, in the in this move to Denver taking over? What what what's that been like uh, observing Sean Payton week in or day in day out week in week out? Well, he's a guy who's very secure in his position. Although he did come out and say uh, he made a mistake by blasting the former coach in the media, but. Uh, he never seemed to panic or get, you know, overly concerned when uh, they were one in five and also when they gave up the 70 points. But 
hey, when you've got a five-year, $90 million contract or so, he knows he's uh, quite safe for at least a couple of years. And uh, he's got a Super Bowl win, obviously, on his resume. So he's uh, just kind of stayed the course. And it's uh, so far paid off with the three-game winning streak. And I'm sure uh, the the news of Josh Dobbs has reached the Mile High City how he kind of came in in relief and uh, is now the, the 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 number one story here day in and day out in, in the Twin Cities and beyond and what he's been able to do taking over ultimately for Kirk Cousins. Yeah, it's like Case Keenum part two. I was right. talking to somebody the other day. It's like, okay, does that mean that the Broncos are going to sign Dobbs after the season, and, and then he'll be no good anymore like Keenum. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, been a great story. I've been watching it from afar, and we'll see if he can keep it up uh, tomorrow night in Denver. Yeah, and you you brought up the defensive struggles for Denver. They get people back, and it seems as though the Minnesota Vikings from a year ago, uh, a team you watched and, and covered day in and day out, um, it appears as though that uh, Brian Flores has been able to work some magic with that purple D. Yeah, he's done a, a great job. I mean, Ed Donatel last year, a former Broncos assistant also, was pretty much just a disaster. They were 31st in the league, as you well know, in defense. Yeah. But Brian Flores, who's got a great track record, not only as an assistant, but of course as a head coach, with uh, Miami did a solid job and it's been well documented the controversy regarding his firing down there but yeah he's come in and turned that defense around and they play much more aggressively blitzing a lot and uh, the Broncos in speaking about the Vikings defense this week have been highly complimentary yeah and Dobbs brings something that Cousins didn't and I think maybe caught teams by surprise because he was so new and they, they didn't have a lot on him is that that's quite a change because Kirk Cousins didn't have the mobility and now Dobbs has made some plays with his feet and and that's kind of a double-edged sword while it can be good quarterbacks that run the football a little bit can take some shots yeah that's obviously uh, been a big difference no doubt Dobbs's mobility and uh it probably helps the Broncos, though. Uh, during the three-game winning streak, they've faced a number of quarterbacks with mobility. The last couple of weeks, they've uh, defeated uh, Mahomes and the Chiefs and Josh Allen and the Bills. And before that, Jordan Love of the Packers. I mean, he's, a, he's certainly mobile. So the Broncos have had some success, and they've been used to playing against uh, mobile quarterbacks. They had Justin Fields earlier this year. So uh, they might be ready for Dobbs more so than maybe some teams. Well, Chris, it's uh, always good to visit with you. And if people want to uh, read your work in the lead-up to this game tomorrow night, how do, how do they find your stuff out in Denver? Well, let's go to our website, denvergazette.com, or I've got the same Twitter account as before, Chris Thomason. So I uh, usually tweet out most of my stories. So, uh, yeah, it'll be exciting uh, seeing the team I used to cover coming in here tomorrow. Yeah, and then uh, some of your old buddies, some of your uh, guys, some of your friends that are still on the Viking beat, I, I, I'm sure it'll be quite a reunion. Are you buying dinner? 
<laughs> they're on the expense account. So yeah, they need to buy okay. it. All right. Fair enough. All right, Chris, good to visit with you. Thanks for the time. All right. Thanks a lot, Steve. Have, thanks for having me. Yeah, there he is, Chris Thomason, Denver Gazette, uh, covering the Broncos now. It'll be the Vikes in the Mile High City on Sunday night. Sunday night football. Uh, and I, they, this is going to be tough based on what I saw. Now, the Bills are struggling. Uh, Allen's struggling. Uh, the Bills, 5-5. Five and five. They're, they're kind of in big trouble in the playoff picture. But uh, Denver gave them trouble. They, they have turned it around. Should be a big challenge on the road on Sunday night. Minnesota at Denver. Quick break. One more scoreboard. We'll get into that in a moment here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.